you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Sick Talk Show! Your contacts require immediate communication. Your first contact, codename, Greek Dog. The threat of texts and whatnot of just like all the, all the like, oh, hey, dude, I got food poisoning. I can't record tonight. Like, oh, we got to move it to like, so, you know, if you've been a, if you've been a fan of the show and you've been listening and you've been wondering like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck happened? Uh, all of a sudden it's coming out on a Friday. It was coming out on Wednesday. It's just a bunch of guys trying to get it together. Yeah, we had a boom box back there powered by batteries. We had three CDs. One of them was the new 311, the blue one with down on it. The song I hated was All Mixed Up, though. I did not like All Mixed Up. That song was for girls who were prissy bitches to be like, oh, we listened to some rock. And I was like, oh, fuck. And the Hungarian Iron God. I was just thinking how bizarre it's going to be like for someone to listen to this and hear all the clips of us talking from before. If this was their first episode and they didn't hear me say, that's why capitalism or whatever the fuck I said. We're just going to sound as out of fucking context as ever. It's going to be fucking loony. Hello! Welcome to the Is It Safe Talk Show. Mike, Luke, Steve, we're back in business. And ain't it grand? Let the good times roll. Uh, is Pod at gmail.com. We got a shitload of emails, so we're going to get to those for sure. But, you know, right off the bat, I wanted to get uh, Steve's experience. You know, Steve went to Ohio and... He saw no effects, which supposedly this was like their farewell. You know, maybe they'll do shows again, but as far as touring, this could be the end. That's what the merch says. <laughs> Did you Final get Monster merch? 2023. You, oh, yeah. Not, eh. they, had, they had a lot of shit that was for like cold weather places. So I was like, that's a cool hoodie, but like, I'm never going to need it. Or like a, a long wow, CT. dude. So I just went with the standard, like, uh, Monster t-shirt, like uh, the one Harvey used to have. Uh, it's a little throwback. And then uh, I got, like, a fucking beer koozie. <laughs> okay, well, you're going to take advantage of Which set Wait. me back 50 bucks. <laughs> they Jesus. had, like, baseball stadium prices. $11 for a beer. Holy shit. <laughs> That's punk rock, dude. That's putting it Yeah, it's punk there. rock to spend $200 on fucking beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no fucking shit. Where are you mad? Wow. Okay. Well, uh, I have to know immediately because I just did Cinema 9 with Travis before we're doing this. So I was like, dude, did he Kyle was there lose- too? He was there. That's right. Um, I'm like, did Guy lose his shit for the decline? Did he like disappear for 20 minutes or what happened during that time? So fill me in. What happened? I definitely disappeared. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, we you know, I lost my mind. They ended with that uh, the second night. And, uh, I mean, they were still fucking tight. They were, they were by far the best band. Strung out was God awful. God awful. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Sounded like me after I lost my voice after the show, but except he was singing. Oh, so his vocals were shit. Yeah. And the fucking, uh, the, the stage guys didn't do him any favors. There was real fucked up mixing going on. Oh man. Loose wires. His voice kept dropping out. I thought it was doing that thing where, like, he wanted the crowd to sing, but it's during really weird spots that weren't like the hook. Oh shit! Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a letdown. Uh, the only, the only good part was uh, what's his fuck who plays the purple flying V. His oh yeah, that guy. Was tight. Yeah. yeah. So, the decline. If those that don't know, I mean, I think of the decline. I think of you right away, Steve. You, 
love the decline as much as any person I know. So I figured you'd probably just like go off and just dive in full bore. Oh yeah. Had to get into it and then got text messages during the decline that like everyone was leaving. So I missed probably what? like the last 30 seconds, but those 30 seconds were crucial to get us out of that fucking lot. Otherwise we would have been there for hours waiting for other cars. Oh fuck. So you, yeah. you, you guys did bail. Yeah, we, we ducked out in like the last 30 seconds and started running up the hill toward the cars. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck me. Oh, that's intense, dude. We're also up against it time-wise for uh, getting more beer for, you know, back of the house. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, a, it was a double whammy. Had to go. But yeah, the decline, I, uh, <laughs> I got that album. Uh, I was living in Brooklyn. I had literally been starving for three days because uh, I couldn't find work there. <laughs> and uh, I was waiting on a, a, a check from a relative to help me out. And uh, just hadn't eaten in days. I was walking around trying to like you know do job applications and keep myself entertained and not thinking about food. So I went into a Tower Records and uh, it said you know, on the back of the Decline album something like pay no more than $10 for this. Which you should pay a hundred dollars for that. It's a fucking masterpiece, but uh, <laughs> but it's of course it's Tower yes. Records, the biggest fucking overcharger of all time. Glad they're oh. fucking gone. Uh, so they had it listed for like fifteen or twenty or something, and that was the first time I figured out how to break open one of those uh, plastic things around the CD case, and I fucking jacked it. That was fucking oh! pop rock. Yeah, oh, shit. That's okay. Really- I nothing to lose. If I went to jail, I might get something to eat, maybe. I told you to wire the money to Geneva last week! Wow. That's fun. Wow, dude! I didn't know that story. Um, Actually, when when you tell a Brooklyn story, it makes me think of that doofus roommate you had in Colorado, though. So I don't know why I'm thinking of him right now. Which one? Oh, fuck. The guy who was like a total doofus. Drew? No, not Drew. He was like annoying, and like everyone made fun of him. Is this ringing a bell to you at all in Colorado? Derek Fern? Just kidding, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, you out there, buddy? We love you. Actually, Derek's coming up here. Uh, in a- no, I think you're talking about the, the feller from Nebraska that was into, like, the string cheese incident and fish and yeah. weed. Wasn't Chris or something like that? I can't remember his name. I don't remember. I remember we ripped on him a lot when he came back from Colorado. So. <laughs> Anyways, that doesn't matter because you're talking about Brooklyn. And I'm glad that you talking got about to go- practice. Yeah, I'm, have you ever seen the decline live before? No, that was the first time I saw the decline oh, live. I haven't seen No okay. Facts in forever. Saw yeah, them a lot when I was younger, but that's what I thought. That's a big deal. They they don't really come through South Carolina. Well, that's the whole. They should. That's the point. They should come through. <laughs> yeah. Play the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach at least, or something. I don't know. I'm just trying to <laughs> think of something. Mike, I'm, I'm hearing a bunch of wild ups and downs in the music. Should I just come back and should yeah, I Are you ruining everything? Back? Oh, no. What I don't happened? know if I'm ruining everything. I don't Did know. Did I ruin everything? Something. No, it just sounds like uh, you're going. Is this better? No, I don't want this. Let me check the settings. If it's 9-11 all over again, we're fucked. No, it's, <laughs> everything's set the way it should be on my end. Everything's so. fine? All right. Yeah. Uh, cool. I'm just going to leave and come back in. Okay, see you. Bye. Are you? Don't lie to us. His uh, video was choppy for me, too. I think it was probably connection. Uh, that makes sense. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm glad it was fun. Uh, 
Any other fun stories? Any other highlights from uh, Bozo Fest? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we were just nonstop. So even when we weren't there uh, at the show, we were listening to music back at the house. And uh, <laughs> we started singing uh, Toadie's Tyler. Oh, and, boy. Uh, we started, instead of saying, I will be with her tonight, we were singing Applebee's with her tonight. <laughs> <laughs> be it's like, I be. found a mudslide in the kitchen. <laughs> Uh, there was children there too, right? Uh, well, teenagers. Okay. It, but they're well, it goes, well, it goes stepson and Aaron's son. Oh, that reminds me of uh, my black son. I wonder if I have my black son. That was a classic. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard that one? Me it's a really no. good one. You I mean, know what I'm talking about, right, Luke? You know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's from uh, Family Guy. Oh, <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, come on. Oh, it's really funny. It's basically yeah, a send-up of... Is this uh, show? <laughs> yeah, of all those stupid Webster. 80s shows. Yeah, like Webster and Different Strokes. It's just, it's so dumb. But um, that's cool. I'm glad you guys had a fun blowout, man. That's awesome. You made the trip, too. You made the longest journey of anybody. Yeah, fucking sucked. Never fly Breeze Airways. <laughs> what the hell is that? That's I know, that's what I said, but it was a... Like when I, when Aaron first prompted me the idea of going there, I was like, "All right, well, let's see if I can get a direct flight." And there's this weird <laughs> new airline giving direct flights. Oh God, <laughs> both flights were de- delayed multiple times. I, I I got there just in time to uh, you know, get there for strung out, which yeah, Jesus. turned out I could have missed that. Stay around. But, uh, yeah, and and then on the way back, uh, I got dropped out like. Travis's mom dropped me off at the airport at like uh, one o'clock, and my flight didn't end up leaving Travis's until mom? fucking what eleven. Is this? You guys yeah. are sixteen again. <laughs> I know it's crazy. We just, what the fuck? Wow, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I got got to hang out with Teresa for a little while. Holy shit! Gosh. Wow, that's yeah, it's good to see her. I know you've been talking about it for the last five miles. Wow, that's crazy. According <laughs> to uh, according to the internet, Breeze Airways offers three classes of seats. Nice, Ooh. nicer. And nicest. Those That's are the actual things. Untrue. That's what they offer. Those are fucking lies. <laughs> nice, nicer, and nicest. So I don't know why you're complaining, dude. It sounds like it was a really great, uh, lies. Really great opportunity. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Oh, man. It's okay. each trash. They're like, launch, there's just like 32 inches of knee room. It's, That's like, two, it's just two years old. It launched in May of 2021. It offers, uh, yeah, it just offers nonstop flights. <laughs> That's all Holy it does. Holy shit, Bob. Well, okay. It's a it's a low cost airline, which I'm guessing is like some form of actual category in that in that industry. Even like they also advertise prices that are like, okay, here's the base price for this ticket. But then like if you're in a window seat, it goes up by ten dollars, and if you're in a an yeah. exit row for leg room, it goes up by another twenty five dollars. Uh, you can bring a personal item, but you can't bring a carry on unless you pay for it. Then yep. if you uh, if you check a bag, you got to pay even more for that. Now, so it's just are you threatening me, Dick? Ripping you with fees, dude. Yeah, of Spirit Spirit got me with a hundred dollars uh, as I was. Uh, I had the I had I the carry on. I put it. I, okay, I had the carry on. I put it into the like the the dimensional thing at, up front, you know, like to see if. Oh, I'm saying. Sure. And I I did that when I was like at the. Not at the gate, but I, when I came into the airport. So I was like, all right, it fits. I'm going to take it to the uh, to the gate. And as I'm, like, 
getting onto the uh, onto the airplane, uh, the guy, the fucking dude at the gate was like, "You can't take that." And I was like, "Yes, I can't. I mean, it's it fits, yada yada yada." And he was like, "No, you got to pay for it." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And it was just like I was already like stressed out, sweating. Everybody Ooh. else, same same situation. It's fucking spirit. Like it was a mad rush to get to there. And so I was like, "Okay, fine." I gave him my uh, debit card or whatever. Then when I like landed. I realized he charged me a hundred dollars, but like the charge for the bag was only supposed to be thirty-five. So if I had paid for it when I got into the airport, it'd have been thirty-five dollars. This was at the time. This is probably like two thousand eight or something like that. Whoa! And, Bye. But Bye. at the gate, it's an automatic hundred-dollar charge. Bye. Bye. Motherfucker! Unbelievable. Catch the spirit of getting ripped off. Oh. This is not. This is not a time Man, when I, can't I even can. Watch TV. What the hell am I gonna do <laughs> yeah. all day? It's all right. It's okay. I don't need TV. I'll just make my own sitcom in my head, and I'll give it an upbeat '80s sitcom theme. <laughs> this time around, I'm staying at home, and things are gonna get better. Settling in, loving my wife, but then I got that letter. My black son. My black son. Now each day my heart is getting bigger. <laughs> Dude, there's all these 80s uh, remember sleeping with bullshit that lady, montages that used to probably like every sitcom. My black decade. son, he's coming to stay. <laughs> my black son, he's making each day the best that he can. Also, he's a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's a ninja. Ridiculous. <laughs> so dumb. Um, by the way, folks, if you love our show. You can email us, is this a pod at gmail.com. We got a shitload of emails today, so we really got to dive into them. Uh, Steve, any other comments from your trip, your experience? The airplane known under the guise of Breeze Airways is a shithole. Don't fly their planes. Don't fly them at all because they're going to fuck you over. Uh, just if you can find another spot on the rest of this tour with uh, tickets available, go. And uh, I mean, we're in Columbus, like, yeah, you know, a really <laughs> fucking depressing city. Oh. And everyone there was so fucking nice. Like every stranger, like had something good to say. You like, were right. I, I didn't hear anyone. Like there were no fights. There was. I mean, uh, even even the circle in the pit was a little bit tame. But maybe that's just because there were so many fucking people my age there. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was just a, a lovely experience. The only thing that sucks is like how fucking consumerist and expensive it was. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of not like a. Yeah, you don't get to sing songs about your communist red vinyl. <laughs> right. This is very uh, much a uh, last tour type of let's fucking cash it in and retire. Yeah, well, send, remember, send them off, dude. Send them still, off on their still uh, very way. <laughs> this is America, Jack. Yeah, so they're they're there. They're out there. This I mean, is America. Religion, if you don't let that fly, I'd say that, right? Fuck you, no facts. <laughs> we need the, uh, Mike, we need the departed drop. This is America. If you don't make money, you're a fucking douchebag. Exactly. That's it. It's the bottom line. I mean, fuck your money, fuck your life, fuck your happiness, fuck your fun. This is America. You don't make money, you're a fucking douchebag. Now what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Yeah? What you gonna do? Gabagool. That sucks. Ray Winstone. Uh, It sucks that Ray Winstone was in that stupid-ass Black Widow movie. He just... The master himself. The master himself just mails it in in that Black Widow movie as the bad guy, but he's just, it's like, it's terrible. It, mm. It's like, Ray, why why are you doing this, Ray? You have such a wonderful career. You're, I know it's a paycheck, so again, it's about money. I mean, it's, 
It's just like what they're doing at the No Effects Fair. If it ain't about money, then it ain't about me. You'll be there. I won't. You will. I told Ted you're doing it. Don't you show me up. No, I won't be there. You will. You missed the round tree. No. Yes, round tree. No. Yes, Grosvenor. No, Don. Friday. I won't be there. You will. No, Don. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) So fucking intense. You know... we just watched Scum. Sin City, and I there was some intense performances in that film for Cinema 9, um, which I'm glad I got to watch it again. But I, I've always said this, that Ben Kingsley, like, just, it's an incredible, it's such a unique performance, man. He just pushed it so fucking far. And I, yeah, I don't think it's understated. Yeah, it's incredible. This, he's like five foot nothing. He played Gandhi. <laughs> and it's incredible contrast. It's awesome. So fucking. If you've never seen Sexy Beasts out there, folks. A lot of us and our, our friends, I mean, I remember the first time I saw it, I watched it over at Klopak's apartment in Michigan with you, Steve, when he lived over there on uh, <laughs> uh, Packard State Street. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? It was so mind-blowing, but I immediately fell in love, and I've watched it a billion times since then. It's a fucking classic. Well, of course, uh, uh, opening shot. Yeah, banana hammock. That's right. Yeah, Winston, <laughs> banana hammock. Frozen. It's even yellow. Yeah, freeze frame on <laughs> junk. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's so funny. Chop! <laughs> Chop! <laughs> Chop! Ah! He's like hitting a something stuck in his throat there. It's the only way you can say shut up like that. Okay. Glad you had a good time, man. Glad you guys had some quality effort there, dude. Nice job. I want to give you a lot of credit for making the effort like that. Serious, I'm locking that in. Made the flight, it was hell. Breeze airwise blows, but you still got there and you had a great time. So I think that's cool. And uh good. Aaron had to do a ton of driving. And he did. So did uh, Welco. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. He's Come a road on, warrior. He could be there four hours. That's not that serious. But it, it was a commitment. You're right. But yeah. is it more expensive to fly Breeze Airways on a flight than it is to drive? Uh, for me, it was less expensive, I think. <laughs> How much is your ticket? It's psychologically like devastating. A, I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was around $200. Psychologically devastating. That's a fair point. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. <laughs> but yeah, I would. I would have rather driven. Yeah, the, that delay at the airport sucked because, uh, like, I I lost my earbuds in someone's car while we were there, so I, I didn't have any uh, music or podcast, oh. anything to listen to, no audiobooks. Oh, no! So I went to God. They only have one bookstore in the entire fucking airport, and it was just part of like you know one of those self serve like oh, open area God. kiosks with like you know water and prepackaged sandwiches. So like, Pickens were slim for literature, and then I remembered my brother is a huge fan of the uh, the Jack Reacher novels, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll try one out." <laughs> so it's definitely a, an airplane read. No, 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 no. Real, real terse prose, real uh, fucking. Uh, it's like who, who wrote he could it? be like Lee, a uh, Lee something. What's his name? Lee Child. The same kind of yeah, place I yeah. saw Steven Jackson in, one of those fucking lame-ass yeah, exactly. stores, Hudson News. Hey, check us out. We got prepackaged trash. So, yeah, I ripped through the book, and then, you know, delay kept going, and I went back to the uh, the book stand because I said, like, uh, if you buy a book from here and then you buy another one at another one of our locations, you get 50% off. And I'm like, oh, sweet. So it's going to turn in the, uh, the book I just read and grab another one. They were fucking closed at, like, 6 p.m. Yeah, ah. <laughs> yeah. You get on a, a flight back Supply from Arizona chain, to Detroit, and they're you're flying at night, but it's still not like midnight. It's like nine o'clock. They're all closed. I'm like, God damn it! Yeah, they closed uh, TSA to the fucking terminal. 
So like oh. uh, the the flight what? wasn't le- the flight didn't leave until like eleven, but they closed TSA at like eight thirty, and then there were people that like got, were getting updates on their phone, and they're like, oh, I guess I don't have to be there for like another two hours, so I won't. Yeah. But they didn't know that they were going to close down TSA. So they had to, like, call a TSA agent from home, which further delayed the flight, so that they could go check them in. What? And, and then get them on the flight. Yeah. It was real fucking stupid. <laughs> that is that is fucking bananas. What the fuck? And then, and that... then uh, the two people they let on sat right behind me. I was in the first row for the second flight. They sat right behind me, and they started fucking gabbing. And this guy was like a fucking real manipulative guy like uh probably 55 60 talking to his similarly aged wife and she, she was just talking about like how she cares about her son and he, he's like he doesn't deserve you like <laughs> you know this I'm stupid fucking f- museum curator voice and he's just being a total oh, fucking prick and i was like god that damn it shut the fuck up i don't have earbuds <laughs> oh no bud no that's a nightmare that's a true nightmare right there i'd probably pay any price to just get something in my ears that's how serious i would take it i wouldn't be pissed too. yep i'd still I've be pissed because i don't have my headphones yeah. yeah i'd be like well these aren't noise yep. canceling that's how uptight i am about my travel now but hey that's yeah. intense dude no fuck. there is no fucking fuck. way i'm getting i am getting on a flight without that fucking wow barrier. dude <laughs> I, I need that social barrier yeah you do you're not getting into my ears yeah, I was lucky I hit it in the first flight because there were fucking babies everywhere. Who's bringing their baby to Columbus? Well, I'm still curious if Bad Religion would do... You know, Bad Religion doesn't do like a, a festival thing like this. I mean, they do tours, they do shows. They did Warp Tour. Right, but then this is like a weekend, right? I mean, it was two nights. Is it Warp Tour yeah, it was a day. Like, you get in, you get out from each town. They they aren't all like that for the for this final tour, right? I don't think every, oh, I don't know. every no, that, venue was two days. I think some of them were just... Yeah, because out. they've been doing that in Ohio for a few years, right? And they, there was that one time. Oh, okay. Remember they had to cancel it because they said something bogus about, was it 9-11? Anybody remember this? It was a couple years ago. No effects got in trouble, which is strange because <laughs> that's the world we live in now where no effects got canceled on that particular year because the beer company pulled out. I can't remember what it said. I'll have to Google it, but that did happen recently. So, Oh, yeah, oh, this is the other I fucked mean, up thing. It was supposed to be like a, you know, a craft brew fest. And, like, I guess there was... You know, beer tastings from like uh, noon to 3 p.m. or something like that. We never got there that early to even see. But then mm-hmm. after that, uh, there were only like five different types of beer you could buy. They had one local IPA, and then it was fucking Seltzer City and like, uh, and Coors, fucking Coors. Coors. Hell yeah, all right. Coors. Maybe the most racist the beer company. Beer. Oh, man. This right here is a silver bullet all the way from Colorado. Mm-mm-mm. Yummy. That's good stuff right there. Bad religion wouldn't do How'd that. How do they make a silver Not bullet so. in Golden, Colorado? Remember, no matter how bad life gets, there is always Pick your bullion. <laughs> uh, what happened with no effects, by the way, was uh, Eric. somebody made a joke about the Vegas shooting in 2021, and it canceled uh, a bunch of shit for them. Everybody bailed on them. Hmm. What was city. the joke? Let's see. Yeah. Since oh, here we go. Uh, Fat Mike and Company were announced for this September's Punk Rock Bowling, but I remember there was more there because they were doing this yearly festival thing in Ohio of all places. So this is for a few years, uh, but prior to now, this was in 2021, and uh, somebody said at a show, Eric Melvin said, "I guess you only get shot in Vegas if you're in a country band." Huh? And then does he want to uh, get Mike, shot? What the Fat what Mike kind of comment is that? 
Fat Mike replied on stage, at least they were country fans and not punk rock fans. There you go. There you go. Ah, gotcha. And uh, beer companies pulled out of their thing and other things. Yeah, the festival, the Punk and Drublick Festival. So well, I got to say the banter in Columbus was a lot better than that. It was real fucking funny. I, they they're, are. They're, they're on hilarious. Yeah. yeah. They're fucking funny people. Bad Religion will never be as funny as No Effects. Never. But, uh, <laughs> they don't have a sense of humor. Bad Religion has no sense of humor. The Safe Talk Show presents Luke Explains Bad Religion Songs. <laughs> Each week, Luke will have a song selected for him at random to help us understand what the hell lead singer of Bad Religion, Greg Graffin, is trying to say. For over four decades now, Greg Graffin has confused us, baffled us, and mystified us with his politically charged social commentary. Luke doesn't do that pussy, ethereal, ambient, post-rock shit. Luke wants it hard, fast, and raw. And that's what Greg Graffin provides every time he writes a new song. Sure, you'll tell your friends that you love that new song, but you really have no idea what he's saying. So that's why Luke's here to help us understand bad religion. Jesus Christ, it's the longest fucking intro of all time. <laughs> yeah, it is so, in that yeah. one. It's, it's, it's longer than most of their songs. <laughs> uh, it's about 45 seconds. That was a good time. All right, uh, we got... Um, Emails. A lot of emails to get to here. We got emails. Um, yeah. We got emails. Uh, we, Mike, I sent you a clip. Do we want to? Do want to do that now, or do we want to? Oh do yeah, that yeah, after yeah. Emails? Okay, you want to do that letters. right quick? We Let's do that right yeah, quick. I, we I wanna, get I lots, talk about lots of letters. letters. No, I was just thinking about you know Steve Steve's comment. You know, I I think you use the uh, voice clip or whatever uh, of Steve saying you know if, if people's first time coming to this show they're gonna be it's, everything's gonna be totally out of fucking context, and uh, and then I started thinking oh shit yeah if I was uh, listening to this for the first time, uh, I you know I'd want some orientation on what the fuck's going on. Uh, so we're kind of about all this, uh, but. Yeah, this this next clip is it is political in nature and it's something that I've been wanting to talk about a little bit and we just really haven't gotten into it at all and I I don't want to belabor it and um you know go crazy but it's about third it's about third party voting and it's about uh, uh this, you know the ongoing horse race that you know it never really ends but has started to heat up a little bit and uh it features my favorite uh most hateworthy people in the world so Go ahead and throw the throw the clip on. Start it at 431. Note to self. Remember, no matter how bad life gets, there is always beer. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start it where you said to start it, but you're going to have to tell me when to end it, okay? Yeah, just, yep, I'll tell you when to end it. This is our show in action right now. This is how we do it. This is how <laughs> yeah. the cookie gets crumbled. <laughs> All right, dude, this one's called the strikeout. What you're going to do is take a hit. Chug your beer, do a shot, then blow up the smoke. That happened this weekend. All right, here we go. They even say the quiet part out loud. If the people who voted for Jill Stein, just Jill Stein, in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania had voted for Hillary instead, Donald Trump would have never become president. That's it, right? Uh, and so, here we go. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of Cornell West fans out there. Um, you live in a swing state. You vote for Cornell West. You're helping Trump become president. That's it. This old you can bit, say, huh? oh, well, it's Joe Biden's fault. He did this or that. Or that. No, no, no. It's, That's it. It's your decision. Is that you it? You get to decide Keep whether you want to help Donald bit. Trump become president or you don't. And if you want to help him, then you should vote for Cornell West 
or you should vote for Joe Manchin and his no labels ticket, or you can vote for, you know, RFK Jr. if he decides to run third party. But if you don't want to help Trump become president, you got to vote for Joe Biden. Your argument is as binary as a system we're already in, dumb fuck. Jesus Christ. Very simple. Now, I think messaging to voters who might actually make this decision is probably a little different, I would say, because I... No, chastising works. <laughs> you can stop it there. Like, I do think you need to explain why these candidates would yes. not be good candidates for president. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, Dan, Dan Fife, Fife, bro, he's um, Fife, bro, that's fucking hilarious. Fife no, dog. That's, so that's that's John, yeah, Fife Duck, yeah, that's uh, John Favreau of Pod Save America, and I, you know, I used to. How many John Favreaus are there? Seven. <laughs> well, Just the two, as far as I know. Lots, yeah. There's two in the world only. Uh, one is one seems like a rip roar and a good time to hang out with. Uh, the other one seems like a fucking snooze. Uh, oh, uh, look, yeah, dude, just, how many yachts can you water ski behind? How much is enough? <laughs> I want the I wanted to put that out there kind of just front and center. Just OK. Everybody knows, like, you know, where I stand politically. If you're if you have listened to this on a regular basis, uh, uh, if you haven't. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's total bullshit. And, and uh, you know, a third party vote is is not a vote for oh my god this argument is just it's so fucking nauseating and it's gonna be it's gonna be happening a lot i don't know uh, i just don't the the fucking blue check universe is gonna be ramping this shit up for the next two years it is gonna get so out of control it is absolutely uh it's it's mind-numbing and a vote for jill stein people People who voted for Jill Stein were never going to vote for fucking Hillary Clinton. Same thing goes for I'm Gary upset. Johnson. People who voted for Gary Johnson were not interested in voting for fucking Donald Trump. So uh, you get rid of the third party, uh, third party ticket. That makes no fucking sense. Um, also, it's anti-democratic. I mean, they're already doing away with um, doing away with uh, debates. So a little trouble what there. Expect. Uh, so anyhow, I wanted to put that out there just because that is the example of when, you know, when I get asked about why am I fucking uh, trying to dunk on liberals all the time? That's that's those are the fucking like quintessential. Uh, that's the quintessential liberal attitude that I fucking not, hate. not quite my temple. Yeah, it's and not quite your God. temple. I get it. Yeah, yeah I but I think hear, it's, uh, it's complete bullshit. So. I always hear that podcast recounted back to me rather than uh, firsthand. I never like sat down and listened to it, but uh, hearing that clip, God, my God, that motherfucker is smug. Oh, no trouble there. Smug. <laughs> smug. He's the smuggest. He is the smuggest yeah, of smugness them all. Smugness is not oh a good quote. Oh my God. I mean, he may as well be wearing like uh, you know the between two ferns like Obama smile. The entire time he's talking. <laughs> or, oh, wow. or does Zach Galifianakis like Ascot? <laughs> or the fucking Ascot. Anyway, sure. I admit I was dumb to go to the bookstore to tell him I didn't say hi, but he didn't have to act so smug. Oh, I hate smugness. Don't you hate smugness? Smugness is not a good quality. There it is. <laughs> not a good. Smugness is not a good. It is. 
Oh, man, it is. It's so fucking. I mean, bad. Your point's but made, but what just, does it matter? I, but I, I want I everyone. No, I just want. I want anyone out there who is like still kind of struggling with this because I understand this is going to be something that comes up in this little trouble there whole election cycle, which clearly just goes on forever and ever. Uh, but do not let anybody fucking shame you into uh, into feeling guilty or stupid for not voting for Joe Biden or blue no matter who or whatever so fuck for the them. final father fucking time they're, yeah they're the fuck they're they're the myopic they're the myopic ones they're the protectors of the fucking status quo they're the ones that elevate the elite and keep shitting on the fucking working class it is not on you if you don't like the current two-party system you are 100 percent correct stick to your fucking guns and don't let anybody back you into a corner and make you feel like shit about it a little trouble there and also, I'm, I'm not sure that's fucking accurate, what he said about swing states being decided by Jill Stein votes. I don't it's think there nuts. were enough Jill Stein votes to, to make a fucking difference. And also, uh, Sammy Sabs made that point later on that was uh, if, you know, these uh, Jill Steins and Gary Johnson, whatever, if people are voting for them and then they're offered these other two fucking status quo candidates, yes. what they're going to do is not vote. So these votes for Jill Stein aren't just going to go to Hillary. Absolutely. To stay and, and, and it benefits and, and it further benefits the Republicans because more people come out from vote for libertarians than people come out and vote third party on the Democratic side. So the illusion that these votes are already owned by the Democratic Party and that they don't have to earn them in any particular way, they have to do nothing to get your vote, is is an absolute fucking delusion uh, from the like party apparatchiks out there. The so your has become real. <laughs> the yeah, so there are more people. There's some that, party apparatchiks at the No Effects show, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I bet. Sure. A lot of. Uh, did you see a lot of 1973 shirts? I feel like that would be a big one at a No Effects show. Uh, probably Aaron was wearing a 1979 t shirt. What about the 1975? Okay. Well, that's not Roe v. Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. By the way, did you know that uh, in ham radio, if you said 73s, that meant good luck and I love you? Aww. <laughs> Yeah, you want this is a story I don't think I've ever told. I'll just mention real mm. quick because it just came in my head. In 1992, we went to a park in Garden City and we built a ham radio tower like from scratch, built it up like 30 feet in the air, and it was called Sorry, Field what? Day. Yeah, <laughs> we went to a park in Garden City, like a public park. Uh, maybe we had a permit, I guess, and we put up a 30 foot ham radio <laughs> tower, and all these nerds showed up. This was nerddom. My father was one of these nerds. Okay, so we all showed up there. Yeah. And it was called Field Day. And the goal was to contact as many people in the world as you could in a 24-hour period. We brought tents. We spent the night there. And we're just on. Someone's always on the shift on the ham radio trying to connect with people. And then you would be like, hey, uh, WA8ZLA or whatever the fuck our call sign was. And you finished it after you chatted for a minute. 73s and good luck in the contest. And then you moved on. That's fun. Yeah, I had so a good you'd time. Say, you say I hi to someone cool. who's like, He's like, oh, thank God. Thank God there's somebody out there. And you're like, all right, number seven, click. And then you just move on to somebody else. <laughs> I don't know what the minimum standard of conversation length was. I do not recall that part of it. But I do know I had a mullet because my dad cut my hair that way. We spent the summer with him. So. And my mom Get out the hair clip is jerk. Yeah, mom was fucking pissed about the. It's so funny when your fucking children's head is a war zone for your divorce. That's exactly <laughs> oh, <God>. what happened. <laughs> All three, three heads. Me and my two brothers, of course. Children's head is a war zone for your divorce. Yeah, that's probably uh, this week's title. <laughs> that's I just it. Got it. Yeah, it's yeah, got to be. Yeah.
I don't see. I don't see how that can <laughs> fucking be Boko Haram. <laughs> Good God, man! Where the fuck? Yeah, I was looking. Yeah. Do something about your long, filthy hair. It looks like a rat's nest. <laughs> Do something about your mullet. Never get up the hair clippers, jerk. Twenty years later. Cut the mullet. Cut the mullet. Cut the mullet. Cut the mullet. Good times. Steve, have you anyway. ever seen uh, White Material by Claire Denis? Oh, okay. You had to, you had to clarify. Clarify. I was like, white material. I see it all the time. No trouble there. <laughs> well, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a that would be that's way out of left field. But now you said Boko Haram and um, Boko Haram. Yeah, it's it's a phenomenal movie. I'm not going to spoil it. I think anybody listening to this, uh, look it up, watch it. Don't um, yeah. Uh. Don't read too much. Get get the uh, get the summary of it. But it's a absolute fucking masterpiece. I'll check it out. Is Isabelle Huppert. Oh yeah! Always, oh, hard always amazing. Shove your fucking face That's in a right. mound of dirt and mud. She was Fuck on that. some mud. <laughs> yeah, spread mud all really over it. Fuck that. Schwartzman's dong. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How <laughs> long? Sounds like weights. Oh, I'm here. This clip's longer than I thought it was already. Shit. Don't say anything. Let's hear weird music. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? The greatest feeling you can get there in the go. gym, or the most satisfying feeling you can get in the gym, is the pump. Let's say you drain your biceps. They're coming. Blood is rushing into your muscles, and that's what we call the pump. Your muscles get a really tight feeling, like your skin is going to explode any minute. You know, it's really tight. It's like somebody blowing air into into your muscle. It just blows up. And it feels different. It feels fantastic. Oh, say it. That was a whole point. Felicia. Felicia, yes. It's as satisfying to me as uh, coming is. There we go. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, but the next, the next, like, I think the next quote is, uh, because when I'm in the gym, I'm always coming. (laughs) 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 Just... It oh, just ramps better, up. See? It's it's like uh, it feels as good as that to him, but then he's just always doing it. He just can't stop. Well, that's putting that's it. putting it mildly. Yeah. All right, have so, you guys watched that yet? Have you watched the new? Arnold I did. Thing? I watched all three episodes. Man, I was definitely. I gotta say, I, I that's why I put it in the show notes because I, I was like, okay, well, this is interesting a little bit, and, but it's also sad about how low the bar is too in politics and our governments and blah blah blah. But, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. I did. I did mention that. I put it in the show notes because I did want to talk about it, but I think everybody should see it. But really, that's not like a secret. We all know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is and what he's done with his life, so it's not revelatory. But, but. Oh, I started it because it was in the show notes, but it, oh my God, it was fucking intolerable. The first episode <laughs> is the worst for me. I, I was not interested at all. I would say that. Um, it was like uh, the the director's commentary from like Terminator 3. Like, look at, the, look at that body. Do you know what you had to do to get that body? <laughs> A lot of body talk. Yeah. Logan, she added 15 pounds of muscle Are just for this a, role. I feel I'm hearing a combination of Werner and Arnold coming together. This is awesome. I love it. <laughs> I guess I have one German slash Austrian. Austrian accent. <laughs> That's better than what I got. I got nothing. So. All right, we got a shitload of emails. So, yeah, let's get into oh, wait, those. Sorry. 
Oh, Werner's from Bavaria. Oh, what about uh, Gerhard Renke's Wanderlust? Richard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gerhard just made me laugh because I think I'm Michelle's Oh, Gerhard. yeah. <laughs> mommy sausages. Don't even mommy. Mom was on the cutting edge of those chicken sausages. That was like 2001. That was way down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ketoacidosis. <laughs> Don't eat those Gerhards. All right. Supercalifragilistic <laughs> ketoacidosis. <laughs> This one is from Travis. Now, this is a follow-up to last week where our no, we didn't. I didn't know where he was going. Remember, he talked about uh, the Batman. oh yeah, the ravenous thing, right? Yeah, the ravenous. But then the Batman and Michael Giacano did this. So he says, Nyman versus Giacano. Hello, gang. Mike, in the episode before last, you said something about me saying that Michael Giacano was the composer for Ravenous, but I did not say that. Ravenous has two composers. Damon Albarn of Gorillas, which he mentioned last week, and Blur, and Michael Nyman. Oh, wait, Michael Nyman's of Blur? Oh, they're both of Blur. Okay, duh. Of Blur fame and of Gattaca fame, respectively. That is all. Carry on. Okay. Well, I, I'll i have to go back and listen to the episodes. Well, that makes, sense why, episodes. Though, that makes sense why it was confusing to you, because uh, if it's both, that, that just changes that changes here's, the here's what he said. Head. His previous email said, hey, fellas, Mike, my friend, you mistakenly besmirched my good name. Michael Giacchino is the composer of He's the Batman. Damon Albarn of Blur and Gorillaz worked with Michael Nyman, composer of the score of Gattaca. Uh, and then he just goes on from there. I felt like we needed more information because I didn't remember talking about it. Who gives a fuck? It's semantics. It's It doesn't even matter. So let's go on to the next email. Thank you, though, Travis, for clarifying. Don't give up on me, Dad. Thank you for teaching me. Appreciate it. Game time. This is from Joe. I demanded that Joe write us, and he did. Thank you, Joe. I'm so glad you wrote us. Hey, guys. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Hey, guys. I don't have anything of interest right now to send over for discussion, but since Govier Jesus asked so Christ. nicely, <laughs> I'll send over something hopefully fun. Immaculate Grid. Oh, fuck. Oh, boy. Okay. Steve, have you heard of this Immaculate Grid thing yet? Yeah, it's fucking uh, Wordle for baseball nerds. It's fun. That's literally what I said. That's literally. <laughs> yep. Okay. There you go. You nailed it. Yes. Immaculate played it this morning. I haven't played Can't it remember, yet. I remember picking Max Scherzer and Tom Seaver, and then like leaving for work. I don't think I finished the puzzle <laughs> today. Luke, are you familiar with this? <laughs> oh, he's honest. Okay, he's picking his nose. I think that says it all. So. <laughs> um, Immaculate Grid has taken the baseball world by storm. So I thought you guys might like to play a non-baseball, low-tech version I just threw together for you. Oh, that's fun. Oh, thanks, Joe. I did a political version and a movie version to see if one or the other struck your fancy. All you need to do to see an answer is to select the cell. So he includes a, a Google Sheets attachment here. Jesus and, H. Yeah, he All really right, he, he made out. two of these. I don't know oh, if we, we could, can't watch. We, we I'll tell you what. Can we? Well, we Wait. can't. We could play it together. We could. Hold on one second. Watch this. Is there any way to make this even remotely interesting to anyone listening? Well, we're about to find out. This is an experiment in action. <laughs> okay. We really okay. don't know for sure. All right. All right. Okay. So you can see the screen. Sharing the screen. Yep. So he says, yep. all you need to do to, an to answer, to see an answer, is to select the cell and either change the fill to white or change the text to white. Oh, okay, that's smart. Since I just threw this together, I don't have any programming database for all answers. So just an example for each grid slot. All right, well, we're opening oh, the so grid. So there could be other answers that fit the criteria, but aren't the answers that are in the, the grid. Wow. Okay, so uh, you want to do political or movies? Movies, probably. Okay, let's do movies. 
All right, so you got a grid. It's nine spots, right? So you got Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, and Demi Moore on the left going vertical. And then Why don't you uh, bring it up on our screen, too? Oh, you can't see it? No. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's because I... You got to put it on your other monitor. Hey, I was on the right one, and then I clicked it. It opened a separate browser, so now I have to unclick it and then re-click. <laughs> ding, dang. Fucking Bill Dang Dong. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, now they're there. See? And now look at this. Ah, okay, so then I'll you zoom pick in movies that they're into. Oh, I already got the wow. first cell. That's easy. Okay, so go ahead. Lay it out, Steve, and then give the answer. Yeah. All right. Uh, going across the top, we have Tony Hopkins, Tommy Cruz, and Bruce Willis. Yeah. And then going down the uh, x-axis is going to be uh, Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, Demi Moore. I so know the first, first cell, one, Yeah, yep. Hopkins, Pitt, Legends of the Fall, of course. That or Meet Joe Black, right? Oh, there you go. Was, yeah, that's another one. I was one. thinking Meet Joe Black was uh, my... Definitely I, thinking I Legends of the Fall. How do you win? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interview with the vampire, Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. Yep. Oh shit. Okay. We're on that's two for two, I assume. And then Brad Pitt, Pitt. Willis, we got twelve monkeys. Bingo. Perfect. That is that's the one. Are we really that good or is this too easy? Joe, do you feel bad about this? It's too easy. Morgan Freeman, Tony Hopkins. Oh, this should jump out at me. Okay, I can't say it's too easy then. I, I Morgan don't Freeman, Tony Hopkins. Uh Morgan Freeman, Anthony Hopkins. Wait, were they the uh, both in? Yeah, I never saw that. Yeah, is that right? I'm kidding. Are they amazing. both narrate that, or are they no. both in Driving Miss Daisy? Maybe. Nah. Feels like you uh, would be in that. It's like Remains some of the stupid day. movie. I that also I feel like that saw. would be. <laughs> for, like, Amistad. Of the day sounds good. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, is Morgan Freeman in Amistad? I don't think he is. He's got to he be. Is. Oh, shut up! Shut up! Really? That's not a bad guess. He's got to be in that. That's a good guess. How uh, is he not in that? He got no. Oh, okay, that that means. Oh shit. man, Spielberg really fucked him on that one. Oh, let's what go about, to the next uh, one then. Uh, Freeman and wait, Cruz. About, hold on, hold on. What about um? What about Robin Hood? Uh, the one with Morgan Freeman. What about? Oh Robin yeah, Hood? Uh, Anthony Hopkins not in that. He's not in that. Definitely not. Damn. In that. Prince of Thieves? No, he's not in that. All right, let's so go. I to got the next one. one. Tom Cruise, Morgan Freeman, Oblivion. Yuck. Never okay. saw it. So I'll, okay, great. Right. Thank you. I think All it's right. fun. And then Bruce Willis, Morgan Freeman. They oh, were shit. they were in opposing disaster movies in 1998. They were both one yeah, was in yeah. Uh, they <laughs> they was in Deep, Deep Impact. And, yeah, Freeman was a president of Deep Impact. He was a president of Deep Impact. Bruce Willis wasn't in that, but he was in Armageddon. So Bruce Willis has been in so many uh, movies. This should be pretty easy to find a Morgan. They Freeman were film. no, they were they were also in. Uh, I know they were in some fucking dumb, like almost like B movie, like uh, in Bruce Willis. You know, he he's done like fucking fifty of those. Yeah, that's, Morgan Freeman's been in uh, I feel at like least that's one cheating. or two. Because those don't that count. one's tough. Yeah, that would be tough. I'm sure there's a bigger movie that I'm missing, but was it Die Hard? Was he in Die Hard? No. Any of the sequels? No. Uh, John McClane was... Not that one. Yeah, that was Jeremy Irons. By himself, yeah. And Samuel Jackson. Oh, this is tough. I don't have the answer on Bruce Willis, Morgan Freeman. This is a tough one. Were, were they all six on uh, Inside the Actors Studio? Can we just say that and <laughs> fill up the rest of the cells and move on? <laughs> That's funny. Okay. All uh, right. I see how this is fun, though. I like this. Joe, this is great, man. I really appreciate it. I mean, yeah, the fact yeah, that we get this cool. kind of effort I, at all from anybody, Joe, I am... Round of applause, buddy. Thank you so much, guys. Pretty cool. Um, 
I'm I'm sorry. Like we yeah we we can't just. Can we go to do we do? Um, can we go to Demi Moore? Anthony Hopkins? Anybody? Uh, Anthony Hopkins was not an indecent proposal. Uh, uh, what about uh, G.I. Jane? Was he in that? Never saw it. Well, that's entirely possible. G.I. Jane 2? Can't wait to see it. Was he in striptease? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Hopkins? No, Burt Reynolds was, though. Yeah, he played the Vaseline <laughs> that Burt Reynolds rubbed in his fucking boots. <laughs> Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2? Can't wait to see it. Boy, this is hard. This is interesting. Well, yeah, it might not be fun for the listeners anymore, but listeners, it's Tony Hopkins, Demi Moore, then we got Tom Cruise, Demi Moore, and Bruce Willis, Demi Moore. Tom Cruise, Demi Moore. Oh, Few Good Men for Tom Cruise, Demi Moore. Sure. Bruce Willis, Perfect. Demi Moore. Bruce Willis, they got married, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I they- know, I was like, marriage? Uh, I can't think of a movie they were in together. Then Dementia Head got cucked by fucking Ashton Kutcher. That's actually kind of sad. <laughs> Dementia uh, Head. Fuck. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> sick fuck. He did uh, get cucked. I, by the way, I, you know, he got there was cushed. a time in my life where Demi Moore was just like perfection. She was right. When, if she got a boob job, oh my God. She was not the striptease one either. She was just like indecent proposal. That was what a woman. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Very impressive. You see the, uh, the Bruce Willis clip of him at a, like a New Jersey Nets game? He's no. drunk off his ass. Hey, oh, it's great. You, man. Nine, no, you man. Get, the uh, the interviewer like signs off with him. Like uh, he's like, "All right, this is this is getting weird." And then uh, he's like, "All right, well, uh, yippee ki yay!" And then Willis like grabs the mic. He's like, "Yippee ki yay, <laughs> motherfucker!" <laughs> On the live broadcast, it's fucking great. Little trouble there. You know what? It's funny oh, man, about this I, game I we're playing right now. So people have been like listening that. to this. Right now, people listen to this pod and they're like screaming at us the obvious answers. I know people like Travis or Eric, yeah. the movie freaks, like you idiots. <laughs> we're not yes. cheating though. I, we're trying actually, to do it from our actually, memory. Actually, I'm. I'm looking forward to some aggrieved emails. I think that would be aggrieved, <laughs> aggrieved parties. <laughs> yes. Um, how do I? Uh, why can't I see things? What happened to me? Where am I? What day is this? Uh, mm. There's probably. What about disclosure? Was that Michael Douglas in Demi Moore? It was Michael yeah. Douglas, but yeah. I don't know. Is Bruce Willis like he's play a guy at a party or something? I I don't know. <laughs> did they do that kind of shit? I bet a guy they did. at a party. Was she in Sin City? Was she in Sin City? No, 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 no. Is no, it no. isn't Bruce Willis in that? Yes, he was, but Demi Moore's definitely not. Okay, in that. all right. Just uh, select all the cells and uh, change the text to white. Let's finish it. Finish him. All the cells. All the cells. All okay. the darkened cells. All right. Come on, Mike. You can do this. Hey, I know all. what I'm doing, butthead. <laughs> a, a butthead. Doesn't look like it. A butthead. Yeah, it really does not look like it. <laughs> a butthead. You know you're gonna. No. Uh, oh, you don't want to reveal all the cells or not? Isn't that what you yes, said? Yes. No, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna turn the text to white if you select everything. All the black okay, words are gonna be white. Now you just select the fill color instead. It's Jesus Christ. We're too zoomed in. I can't see it right now. Can't pull over any farther. There we go. There we go. Amistad okay, was Amistad. right. Oh, Amistad so yeah, was we did correct. get it. Oh fuck! Bobby, I should have got that one. Motherfucker. Oh. Yeah, I've never seen Red Mortal is exactly Thoughts. the movie I was. I thinking haven't of. seen Red or Mortal Thoughts. Damn it! Yeah, I never Red is the guessed. movie I was thinking of for sure. Bruce Willis and Morgan Freeman, but it it's not like a real movie. It's like a fucking bead shit movie. Yeah, so it goes. Bobby, Red, what? Yeah. 
Bobby, I, I've seen that movie a billion times. It has everyone in it. I'm really pissed about that. You're the only one. one I know that has seen that I, I've multiple never seen times. That. Not true. Travis has seen it. Travis back me up. Email the show. I uh, said multiple times. I don't know about <laughs> Emilio Estevez is a good director, and he did a. He's a good director, man. So I love his stuff. Is he? I'm he an Emilio Estevez director fan. Uh, he, he directed hired, several like, movies. The, best. the War at Home, Bobby, uh, The Way, which is incredible, and his latest, The Public, a few years ago, which is awesome. These are awesome films, and Luke, you would like these last awesome two. films. Yes, because especially the public, about- you would come all over the public. You would just come all over it. Would I? Would I? Of course you would. I I know you. Nothing, and I feel pretty confident saying that. Yeah. So. No, nothing. Like really a real good Arnold pump. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a real good pump with a cum. Yeah. And it's like coming the whole movie while you watch it. Um, <laughs> it's got my total recall face. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm coming. Uh, so by the way, the if you don't want the answers, turn it down now. In three, two. Uh, Brad Pitt, Anthony Hopkins, Legends of the Fall, we got that. Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, in interview, we got that. And 12 Monkeys, Bruce Willis, Brad, we got that. Morgan Freeman, Anthony Hopkins, Amistad, Steve nailed it. Nice job. He also nailed Morgan Freeman, Tom Cruise, Oblivion, well done. We didn't get Red, Bruce Willis, Morgan Freeman. And then lastly, Demi Moore, Anthony Hopkins, Bobby, A Few Good Men with Tom Cruise for Demi, and Mortal Thoughts, Demi Moore and Bruce Willis, a movie I have no idea what it is. Never heard of that one. You but can now turn that back up. Welcome fun. back. Come back if you are still muted or fast forwarded. We're is, back. This is a very fun exercise. That was awesome. I kind of want to do the political one now. We can't. We gotta gotta move on. Come on. You're right. We got too many emails. Okay. You well, said we'll we had multiple emails. <laughs> we do. We gotta fuck Joe. That was awesome, man. Thanks a lot, Joe. I appreciate the effort. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Good effort. All Jesus. Right, okay. For someone hey. who had no ideas, that was a lot of work. Little trouble there. Yeah, we did have some trouble there, and it was. Uh, I kind of. I'm thinking I might download Mortal Thoughts tonight and watch it. Could be fun. I do, I I think that's probably not a good use of your time. It sounds like a B movie that you guys are already referencing. Great job. Great job, Joe. All right. Uh, look who it is. It's Sean, Luke's brother. Golf courses is the title of Sean's email, fellas. Last episode, you discussed that golf may be one of the worst uses of natural resources. That's right. Steve brought it up. It was either the servers or golf. I chose golf. Uh, even as a golfer, I completely agree. However, I would pose the question that if the golf course wasn't there, what would be there in its place? Wouldn't that replaces it? Wouldn't what replaces it, most likely housing, be just as much of a strain? on even more natural resources. But no, it's not about the strain, Sean. It's about what it produces and what it offers. I think that's the only difference for me. If it's house, then great. If it's a rich person's house, fuck you. But if it was like some decent housing everybody could have tried to at least acquire, then it offers something more. Yeah, it could be yeah, affordable I mean, housing. It could be uh, let it go back to its natural state. Uh, <gasps> How dare you? It could be uh, a, a park that everyone can enjoy and doesn't, don't have to pay, like, fucking greens fees to be there. Yeah, you could put a ham radio tower up. It'd be awesome. <laughs> exactly. It's perfect. Yep. And uh, yeah, just, I mean, it's especially certain placements are super egregious. Like, I, I just saw a stat the other day that was, um, there are 30 golf courses in uh, Salt Lake County in fucking desert Utah. And they used nine million gallons of water a day. Jesus, I love nature next to so a dead much. ass salt really lake. Do. A day. 
little trouble. I think there. about like uh, I mean, and grass is vulnerable when it gets cut all the time to like all sorts of uh, pests. So like, there's there's between like twelve and fifty pesticides on every fucking golf course. So the uh-huh. next time you reach down and pick your ball up off the green, don't fucking touch your face with those fingers. <laughs> Lick it up. Lick it up. Of water used just on golf courses. Oh, yeah, man. not to mention an exclusive space like that. It's just wasted real estate. Given how valuable real estate is. Uh, literally any other place, at, you know, at any other spot where they might even have prospective uses for, I don't know, some dead lots, some like uh, old old ass houses that need to get knocked down. Maybe they might put up some public housing. Um, yeah, I mean, I sure as hell politically, not politically give it speaking, to my family. You know, the the politics that goes into even getting that stuff approved and and all that is is fucking insane. Whereas you have this perfectly uh, good fucking land out there that's just um, you know, just just sitting out there letting uh, letting roly polies uh, you know piss themselves and uh, whack golf balls. I, I don't know. Fuck that. Just get get rid of it and um, you know create create a real space uh like like steve said a real public space uh that is those fucking sorely fucking missing in our culture in general across the united states uh or you know create create a place for actual you know start development right now and fucking start making some houses for the homeless because you know you want to complain about the goddamn homeless crisis and then go out and hit your 9 a.m tea time uh, i think maybe you start weighing the um Weighing the two against each other. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Hey, Robert Moses built some parks, man. Come on, parks are out there. Oh. All right, let's get the rat to Sean. I mean, their their site of is such extraordinary uh, elitism. And yeah. It's, I shouldn't it's, have said anything. They're, good, right? they're fucking gross. And it doesn't mean I don't like golfing. I mean, I, I go out there from time to time, but... Uh, if they were all gone tomorrow, it Let's would be honest. You go not. out there for the beer, dude. Come on. It's all right. A little trouble there. Yeah, I go out there for the drinking for sure. Yeah. You're just like, okay, well, I'll get to hang out with friends and well, yeah, it's fun. That's all you need. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you just decided to come to my backyard, I'd do that too. <laughs> Next question. I wanted to get your take on separating art from, oh God, separating art from the artist again. <laughs> we're coming back to this. Uh, Fuck. I guess I should be grateful that there's a running gag on the show at all that people interact with. So, Sean, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, is, uh, I wanted to gag. hear Luke. We want to hear more Luke. Okay. I want to hear Luke oh, discuss his discomfort with how much he loves Woody Allen movies, but then feels bad supporting his work. Woo. Shots fired. Well, no, I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't really feel that. I don't feel that uncomfortable, be perfectly honest. I, oh. I am just... I'm very much aware of the fact that yeah he's he's a fucking perv and he's been pervy for a long time and uh maybe he's criminal i i guess i don't know uh 100 but i would assume he's definitely dipped his toe in the in the water <laughs> do it um i feel i don't feel bad Dip at all his what in the work work. yeah say yeah, what exactly exactly uh no, I don't. I don't feel bad at all for a liking. There. Um, Dip liking his pen in the family done. ink. He's done. <clears throat> he's done numerous masterpieces. Uh, one of the my favorite movies of all time, Crimes and Misdemeanors. Uh, Match Point is fucking phenomenal. It's not um, as weird as getting drunk and having I, sex with a guy from Yo Teach. So, let's say this: I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably slightly relieved that in the last 
the last 10 years or so, it, it seems like he's just been uh, turning out turkeys. And I don't have to be, I don't even have to think about that conflict anymore. Uh, because before any of this became more or less, uh, or felt more concrete, the accusations and the, the you know, the, the alleged um, misbehaviors and, and potential, uh, potential criminal activity, uh, I didn't... Uh, Everything after that basically has kind of sucked, so I haven't even seen any of his movies in the last like 10, 15 years. So, uh, not trying to skirt out of this. I don't feel bad for liking the movies that uh, he did that I, I think are fucking masterpieces. I don't feel conflicted about that whatsoever. Uh, and he's still a big fucking creep. So, that's basically it. I mean, get the chronological alibi. <laughs> yeah, and I got the chronological alibi for now, but yeah, no, I, I mean. Right. You really made your care. point. I mean, it's clear. I really don't fucking care, dude. Like, it's clear. You made it. It's, it's clear. I know. We've made it so many times on the show, too. And I no, no, no. I mean, Steve really laid it out, and we wanted to hear your side again. I think it was good to get it out. Good call, Sean. Sean, I support your email. Good job. This is a man's world. Thanks for reminding us of that. Every <laughs> once in a while, we forget. <laughs> I love that interview. It's the best. best. That's what. That's what is truly the biggest joke that's when news is actually funny all right there's more to this email and it goes into the pga took a stance against live and let the narrative run by letting tiger woods and rory mcelroy speak for the pga this is true then the pga backtracked to seemingly let all live golfers back in once pga partnered with live money which is saudi arabia just for those that don't know, Live Tour created by Saudi Arabia and paid people sh hundreds of millions of dollars literally per player to get them to start this tour. So what's your thoughts on the PGA being a bunch of hypocrites or should we always have anticipated they would take the Saudi money? If you bought into the narrative of Live Golf equals bad before, you should now apply that to the PGA. Or can they separate the sport from the garbage surrounding it? Four from Sean. <laughs> I tried to get these guys to talk about it last time, and I think they were just like, who cares? It's golf. And then the point was really about Saudi Arabia, but Saudi Arabia is equally connected across the world, just like U.S. money is. It's all locked in across streams and streams and streams, so it just looks a certain way, but it's all about a look that is for a talking point. It don't mean fucking shit in the end, Sean, which sucks, but it's true. Wow, dude! Well, there's been crazy carve-outs for, like, all sports forever. Like, uh... Yeah, even in uh, as far as antitrust, there's carve-outs for like MLB, and mm -hmm. uh, in golf, um, I mean there were there was a carve-out for the longest time that for uh, <laughs> for racial and then um, uh, gender se segregation at Augusta, right? Mm -hmm. So I mean, just bending over backwards to satisfy uh, yeah the the privileged white elite. Yeah, it's a private club, but whatever. It's true. It is a fact, yes. It's a private club that hosts the, probably the most popular tournament in golf, so that does matter. It doesn't matter that it's private. There you go, Sean. Yeah. See? That's, I told you, that's it. it we're, you're talking to people who are already operating under the assumption, understanding that Saudi Arabia and the United States... They have been in bed together for decades, so it just looks a certain way on the surface to people who don't know that. And we talked yeah, about do it I last show. Do I have to bring show. up Yemen again? Right. We did this. 
We've done this on the show before. You guys, if you're not aware, if this sounds like total gibberish or completely foreign to you, then just Google a couple of things about the relationship between the Saudis and the United States. We're talking decades, and that's just the, the beginning. You'll you can go on an hours. Oh, long and definitely binge. Google how the relationship changed between uh, the Trump presidency and the Biden presidency. <laughs> yeah. And- that's putting and in how much money Trump has made from the Saudis, uh, and specifically Jared Kushner, since they left office. Oh, but the, the 9-11 hijackers, there. Steve, they were Saudis. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wish we were alive so people could have seen that face. That was great. A little trouble there. Something people say. They've used it as a talking point with this golf thing. Uh, I don't understand what kind again, of talking anyhow. points. Yeah, they're we can surface, move on. It, they're surface level just, talking points. The hijackers, technically being from Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, and training for their flight schools in Florida, it doesn't. Shouldn't that doesn't mean, mean that we shouldn't be giving them money? Uh, well, what's the argument? What's the argument? Is that the, the argument? The argument here be, is what I said last be, time: is does it matter that? Countries okay, yeah. which treat their citizens like they do, which goes back to the point of how we've treated our own people and people that were native to this land before. So it just it ends there. But it, people don't here, bring right? that up. People like a Bill Maher, who you loathe, uh, and truthfully, for that reason, it makes sense. Will say, "Hey, well, you know, people in Saudi Arabia are treated like they're killed, you know, for being gay, or women who step out of line, they'll be murdered, or they have their hands cut off, and shit like that." And that's what people will focus on. They won't even bring up. The parts about the country that has a relationship with them, the United States, and the way they've treated their people and still treat people today, depending on who they are. It's not universal like that, but, you know, see, it just goes in circles to me. Like, because to me, it's it is a bunch of countries that, are, that don't give a fuck about you or me, just like the Saudi Arabia, the family, the current family. They don't give a fuck about their people. Federal government doesn't give a fuck about us. Here in the United States. So it's why do we care about these talking points about what a live golf will do or do not? Because they'll just turn it into further talking points, uh, a create a storyline that fills a void that distracts us from real shit that's going on. And really, that's what this ends up being. Saudi money being in here. Saudi money's all over this country. You know how many corporations are in bed with the Saudis already? Do we, we could probably pull up a list, right? How many companies have Saudi money invested in them, whether it's the biggest banks in our country or whatever it is, right? <laughs> how many, yeah, how many fucking penthouses in Manhattan are used strictly for falconry? That's putting it mild. <laughs> <laughs> That is fucking hilarious because it reminds me of that scene in Syriana. That's really funny. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Well, we got more emails. Sean, you know, I mean, Sean, you're you're a teacher, so you you're more aware of this stuff. I assume you brought it up just to see what we would say. But it's... oh, the Platonic method. The Platonic. <laughs> yeah. He's a gadfly. Yeah. That's right. Hey, Han- Hannah Gadfly. Ooh, oh boy. Uh-oh. Oh boy. Party's over. Everyone go to bed. Luke, you canceled everything. Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. Oh man. Bin Laden, he was the Saudi Arabia. Why are you playing the pronoun game? Oh, you got you got real dumbly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a uh, good stuff you brought up, Sean. I just think bottom line, real quick. 
Saudi Arabia being invested in golf doesn't mean anything. It's just for show. It's all show. It's nothing yeah, it's... concrete there. There's nothing concrete there. That's how I see it. Well, they're obviously trying to diversify their portfolio because, like, yeah. they're they're reading the writing on the wall, which is like, we really can't keep burning all the oil we have left. Exactly. So yeah. they're trying to get into other shit. Right. And, and there's they have no advisory board helping them out. There's and there's no input from the public. So it's just like whatever fucking wild idea MBS comes up with, like. Let's let's build a, a fucking mile-long skinny city next to the ocean and like, <laughs> yeah. was it a place called like Nome or, uh, or Noma? Uh, I can't remember. God damn! But just well, just no, bat no, shit no, fucking ideas, no, and, and that's no, probably uh, UAE, right? That's not even Saudi Arabia, but well, Qatar uh, Qatar is in, there's Qatari investors in the NBA now. That's official. That just happened recently. If we're looking at countries that are outside. For looking at countries that <laughs> they bribe FIFA. Oh yeah. Well, every FIFA is a fucking joke of a lifetime. Everybody should. Know oh yeah. Hope, so. We already know that. Seth Blatter was just amateur hour. It was. It's still that way. Nothing. Neom. So. That's what it was. Neom. 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 Nailed it. Welcome to Neom. All right, we got an email from Mister Pink. Thanks, Sean. Good stuff, man. Keep it coming. I hope you're enjoying your summer off. I assume you have the summer off, right? Hopefully. Uh, Maybe you don't. Maybe yeah, he worried. does. He's still he's got uh he's still got like two weeks. Maybe you're in Japan. I don't know. He could be doing anything. He, he gets he gets five weeks total. I just talked two to him today, actually. Two weeks. Two weeks. All right. <laughs> Let's get to Mr. Pink. Hey, Mr. Pink. Email's titled Please. Can we talk about the Supreme Court? Oh God. Okay. Well, this is a fair point. Let's see what you say. <laughs> I think they jumped the shark. We won't, yeah, a long time ago. We won't officially yeah, know it for a while, but I think we're witnessing the events that will eventually doom them. And by extension, our country, the decisions and leaks are one thing. And if we look at those in a vacuum, they aren't fatal. However, it is now clear to anyone paying half attention that the justice themselves, the justices themselves, are of no higher ethical standard than the orange Muppet who once was our president. I must be stupid. I got burned as a kid when I found out about Santa Claus. Now I wish I never had the notion the Supreme Court was an impenetrable backstop against the worst aspects of politics. Belief might work for Ted Lasso, but damn, if it doesn't end up screwing you in real life. <laughs> What a time to be alive, Mr. Pink. Yeah, that was a pretty good email. I like that. Uh, take it away, boys. Story. Very, very well told. Yeah, it's a uh, story. You are fake news. I think we got to be careful here of using the metonym, the Supreme Court, because let's let's talk more about the MAGA justices, because I think that's who he's referring to. There's no scandal behind, like... Sonia Sotomayor, Contangi Brown Jackson, it is, it is well, fucking Alito, Alito and Clarence Thomas, it's who are Thomas. Not mega justices. Well, if you take and it one by Thomas, one, Thomas, it was uh, Antonin Scalia on the same goddamn private flight for the same goddamn fishing trip. Yeah. Well, there's been scumbag justices. It's odd on both because it seems while, like, but I mean, right now you're right. Yeah. Man. 
Well, in in Alito's so fucking in the bag for uh, billionaires that uh, he's he's writing the most insane fucking opinions that have ever been written in the Supreme Court. Like, there'll be, there'll be he'll he'll be the one dissenter in an eight to one case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's because just holding the fucking safe, line. Yes, it's a safe place to dissent, and it allows you to uh, to definitely like fucking tip uh, your cap to the Federalist Society and exactly. the fucking billionaires that put you there. Because I really need the money. <laughs> yep. That I mean, that's uh, the perfect type of decision for him. You know, I've got a clip in the show notes. Uh, this is something I would recommend for if you're talking about the Supreme Court. Uh, it was uh, the that's Amicus so cool. podcast. Uh, Dahlia Lithwick uh, talking with oh god, what's her fucking name? Anat Shanker Osori. I can't remember her name. Anyway. Uh, she she makes that distinction as well, like that, you know, it's it's hard to be like, uh, you, know, uh, you know, fuck the Supreme Court because it's like, you know, a huge body. It's like saying fuck the system or anything else. Like it's not something you can protest. You can't you can't send an angry email to uh, global warming. So like oh, yeah. you, you got to be specific <laughs> about like who your targets are, who your fucking enemies are. Oh, that's an interesting yeah. point. Yeah, I think. Uh... Yeah. Well, look. Let's uh, let's let's hear it right now. Right now. I'm surprised at how late in the game, like Gallup started polling about the Supreme Court. Like, we have come to polling public opinion about the court very, very late. And I think a lot of the sort of stasis or the just stuckness that you describe is that progressives just. I think really were victims of, you know, your system justification, which was like the court, you know, you can love it, you can hate it, but who cares what the public thinks about it because they're gods. Is that changed forever now? Like is the era of treating the court as though there's no need to pull around it because they're oracles that's over now, right? Now the question is we've got the data. We have to figure out what to do. I feel like I'm not qualified to answer the question of whether that era is over because I think that we both know and we've both seen that the biggest system justifier that there is is the media and the polling industry is in some ways, at least with public polling, an extension of that same idea where, I mean, it's somewhat mystifying to me. There's this kind of chasing of what's popular or what's newsworthy. I mean, this is the grand irony, right? People are like, well, we can't, we're not going to talk about that. That's not newsworthy. I'm like, you literally are the news. Like you decide what is newsworthy by making it news. Why are you pretending like there's some kind of external force over here and then you're just going and running after it? I think I want to believe that Gallup and other kind of big institutional public pollsters that conduct research that's visible have gotten a clue and seen that this is a major factor in public life and it needs to be understood and monitored. But even still, I mean, when we see polling questions and, you know, we all have our own particular like beefs and, of course, the way that polling questions are worded is one of my many beefs because that's an area in which I spend the majority of my time. 
And, you know, we see these questions, for example, around Trump's indictment that are asked, you know, should he be pardoned for the sake of national unity? I'm like, why did you ask for the sake of national unity? Why didn't you ask, should he be brought to justice for the sake of equality under the law? You could ask that question, but that's not what you ask. And then you report, oh, actually, turns out, friends, people want to see him walk. That's bullshit. People have been primed with an expectation that you told them that this is the way to achieve something that they've been told that they want, but in point of fact, it wouldn't achieve it at all. And when push comes to shove, what people actually want is to be able to put food on the table and be home in time to eat it. And you know what's getting in their way? It's all these rich people (laughs) who are, again, deciding for themselves which laws are going to apply and taking the wealth our work creates. And if they can, stealing a slice of our freedom on the way to their yacht. (laughs) You are fake news. Uh, that was, that was great. Yeah. That's not at all. Good stuff. Nice clip. Nice. Well done. I like that. You get, we're, we're listening to each other and I asked the guys, yeah, we should start doing some clips and you guys did it. I'm really excited. It's an exciting moment right now. Woohoo! <laughs> Good job, Steve. Nice work. He's like Steve. the, uh, the progressive Frank Luntz. Very good pollster. Oh, my God. <laughs> very good speaker. Very, very good about uh, keeping people on message. And like I said before, like you know, if you aim at a target as big as systemic oppression, you end up with something like, uh, you know, Occupy Wall Street. Like, no no real stated goal. Just uh, sort of, I, I mean, it was ultimately in, ineffective. But if you can focus your efforts, like some people have... Uh, I'm thinking all the way back to to the movie, uh, the corporation, the documentary. Oh yeah, like, uh, Naomi One Klein. One of my favorites. Like, yeah, uh, there were there there was a uh, a shell billionaire, I think there was, uh, that got picketed at his house and like people graffitied his house and shit, and he actually started to fucking think about what he was doing, and uh, he's like <laughs> responsible for like new renewable resources, so like. Sometimes it works. Sometimes you can get to a billionaire and get them to think about what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. But you ha- you have to have like uh, you have to have solid targets. You can't just fucking fire off every direction because you know. Of course, you look around in the news. Everything fucking sucks. Everywhere you look, shit sucks. Tonight, I say to the gotta, Russian oligarchs, gotta focus. Gotta focus. Yeah, I do have to say, I do have to, I do have to say this about Occupy Wall Street. They did. If it wasn't for them, I mean, there would probably be no. Uh, there would have been much traction for like a burning campaign and all that. So honestly, sometimes those big, broader, broader movements, uh, kind of sure aimless, that. such I'm as they sure may seem. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe know so. If I, I think Occ- the- I think Occupy. I think Occupy uh, created a something in the discourse that actually like took. I think yeah, but I think Bernie could, was a response to people who literally already pissed, discuss because people lived it for they were already yeah, pissed. But Occupy was two thousand twelve. Right, but it was because of the yeah, fallout, yeah. anyways, where people personally already were fucked. I'm not saying you're yeah. wrong. I'm just no, saying I think, maybe. No, I think it, Occupy. I think Occupy just uh, created created an avenue for that discourse, or put some punctuation on that discourse, and allowed people to start talking about like the 99 and the one percent. You know, giving giving some simple terms to. Uh, you can say that about the Tea Party too. <laughs> we're, we're not not yeah, and they were pretty effective, were they not? Yes, I just don't. I I don't buy any of the uh, the Overton window things. Like, 
Mm, it's not an Overton window argument I'm trying to make, but uh, tell people what regardless. it is again. Come on, if we're gonna share these things, just not, not everyone's smart. The, the Overton window? Yes. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like changing public perception, and all of a sudden, you know, what used to feel like you know a centrist opinion is now like a very right opinion or very left opinion. It's thank you. The Overton window is that is that fucking box that just slides left and right. And, you know, public opinion changes based on uh, current events and... You know. Well, yeah, and it's and the box contains what is allowed in the, the media discourse, like in the, uh, in the clip we discourse. just played. Like what Frank so, Luntz did. Yeah. Yes. So, so what gets talked about is what the media wants to get talked about. And I would push back on one thing that she said in that clip, which is uh, that there is an external force deciding what they're talking about, and it's fucking money. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice job. Okay. Always. Uh, capital fuck. serving capital, as it always does. Always. There you go. I mean, Mr. Pink, that's a good email. And uh, Mr. Pink's come a long way. I mean, whatever you are, whoever you are, however you are, you've, you know. He we know he's American uh, now because he said our country. Hey! Or that's what he wants you to think. Yeah. No, that's true. We're fuck. <laughs> We're narrowing this down. Yeah. Look, I, uh, uh, that's a good email. Thanks, buddy. He's a Moldovan. Moldovan? He's <laughs> a Moldovan. You know what? I met some Moldov. I picked up some Moldovans from an airport when I was Ubering and I lived in Maryland. Well, they were cool. It was a couple and a third wheel. I don't know what the third. They could have been. Who knows what they were doing? But they were fun. They were very relaxed. And they told me about. They told me about the. What they were doing? No, they told me about the. I asked about. I'm like, so what? Where do you fly out of? They're like, well, there's only one airport, and it's in Moldova, the city. Right? Is that what the city's called? No. Am I thinking of a different country? Moldova is uh, Balkans uh, near yeah. Ukraine. Yeah. That's Romania, what Bulgaria, all that kind of stuff. Uh, what is the capital? Podgorica? Is that right? Or is that something else? Moldova. I'd be amazed if that's correct. No, it's uh, Chisinau. Or oh. Chisinau. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's what it's called. Yeah. Fuck. Anyways, they were really cool. They said there was only one airport, one way in, one way out. And they left. And they were going back. And they were very happy people. And that's my only experience with Moldova. So, Brian Singer Sex Pad is the next email from Eric Branstrom. <laughs> that's a great title. Uh, gentlemen, I recently saw a preview for a new Kevin Spacey film being produced overseas by Scrupulous... Scrupulous? Scrupulous is a word, isn't it? Scrupulous. He says... I think he means unscrupulous. Well, he's putting scruple hyphen less. Yeah. Uh, overseas by scrupulous foreign ah. investors. Oh, scruple less. Yeah, scruple Yeah, you just say unscrupulous. Yeah. That's what I figured. The film looked <laughs> god-awful. Hey, we're all learning. Every week we learn something about English here. The film looked god-awful, but I have to admit... There was a part of me that wanted to watch it anyway. I'm wondering, is there a canceled celebrity that you miss? Damn it. Here we go. Yeah. Yes. Is there a canceled celebrity that you miss and secretly want to return to the spotlight? Who do you think got a raw deal? Ever seen raw deal with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yours most sincerely, <laughs> Bansom. I've never seen raw deal. No, I'm not familiar with it. I have not seen it. Uh, me either. Look, uh, someone who got a raw deal who got... There has got to be some. I'd actually like to think about this because, yes, it's not all universal. And yeah, does yeah, anyone have one on that, top of their uh, head? Well, I know there are people actor. that it could be anybody. 
There are people that definitely fucking snuck through and nothing ever got thrown at them. Exactly. Bill oh, Maher strikes day. me as one of That's them. That's what's so uh, completely random How is that and pointless about it? not canceled. That Who? guy said the N-word. Bill Who? Maher. That guy, oh, Bill that Maher? Guy literally, yeah, oh, he got chastised, but uh, Killer yeah, Mike chastised. and all these. Yeah, he got. Yeah. He yeah, got uh, yeah. support from the black community, Lickers. but these are certain people who said they like him. Other people in the black community were pissed. So it doesn't speak for everybody. I don't know. Ah, that's just a uh, that that motherfucker. He needs to get canceled. Get him the hell <laughs> out of here. It's too late, man. It's too late. I hate it. Um, I, and by the way, uh, I mentioned this. We're not going to talk about this. He was RF, RFK Jr. was on Bill Maher's podcast this week, and I told Luke this before yeah. the show, before Steve showed up, before we started recording, that it, it was just. <laughs> I'm sorry. No way, man. There's no way RFK Jr. can win, only for his voice in particular, because it is. I couldn't do it. I turned. I just. It's an audio medium, and I could not listen to that guy's voice. I know he's got a condition. The, the vocal cords are fucked up. But man, dysphonia. I, yeah, no fucking yeah. way, man. I I couldn't do Probably it. Probably from using needle drugs. That's putting it mildly. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Do we know yeah, if he was born with yeah, it? Small. Or not? No, he got Hep C from no, he, shooting up. Like, yeah. Oh, he did. Yes, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Yeah, See? share needles with R.O.K. and get a cool voice. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened to me at the No Effects show when I lost my voice. <laughs> well, then he also, then he had some. Sounded like a real R.O.K. right after that. <laughs> tried blaming it on vaccines too at some point. Oh, oh yeah, he's, of course. Oh, he's still pushing the. Uh, he did it on the show. The part I listened to this week. He's still <laughs> pushing the autism vaccine thing. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, wait. That, I thought that was completely disproven. That, that guy was chestnut. bullshit. The original, yeah, the original I, one was bullshit. I go to Dr. Jenny McCarthy for information. And look at me like, just do what we say. Macro. Just get this guy to talk. Turned on the remote control. Um, and the minute they did that, the plane exploded and vaporized. Oh, fuck. Uh, my, I, my, uh, my uncle's body was never found. But 20 my years later, my grandfather, if you mentioned his name, Joe's name, he was the oldest brother, and, and he was kind it. of the golden child. Okay, there it is. There's a taste. Anyways, Eric, uh, if you guys don't have one off the top of your head, I'd like to think about this and come back to it next week and give it its proper due, because there's... There's people who are regular humans, quote unquote, who are not celebrities, don't have the power of fame or the power of any type of uh, bullshit platform. I mean, I miss, yeah, I miss like the he heyday of the, uh, an empty, I miss the heyday of the Weinstein company. I mean, I'm a little bummed out that Weinstein got caught. And it's... Yeah. You missed the Weinstein heyday? <laughs> Right? I just want to make sure I got that right. Yeah, I, I love there was uh, no response to that. You're like, yeah. yeah. It is interesting. Um, you know, guys like Quentin Tarantino and Kevin Smith, I, I mean, their careers, this, they were given but, carte blanche. In fact, Harvey Weinstein, we were talking about, I didn't bring this up for Sin City, but Robert Rodriguez got to make Sin City, thanks to Harvey Weinstein, the way he yep. wanted to make it. So you got a terrible human being who actually gives uh, Robert Rodriguez, who's I'm an outsider in a way, even though he's famous and popular now, but he got to make that movie basically on his own terms completely, and he recorded everything with the music from his home. He did all this shit from home that he never would have got from anybody else. So I don't even know what that means. It's just a blurb I wanted to share. But I mean, I I hate that movie, so I don't think that was a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck that but shit. I'm pretty sure Harvey was on set cranking it the whole time. 
Oh, I'm sure he was. Oh. Yeah. But that oh, the point being is, I want to think of some regular cats. So regular cats that got caught up and got exploited in this cancel world that were not was not fair to them. I want to think mm. of some of those. So uh, um, I don't really even like him, but Aziz Ansari got a fucking raw deal. I think that was really stupid. Uh, his his was <laughs> fucked up. This is what happens when uh, we're we're trying to litigate things in the court of public opinion. Yeah, there's so many stupid. There's a movement that needed to happen with the Me Too movement, but then at the same time, it gets oh, exploited because America's America's filled with snake oil salesmen. They always has been. So there's going to be people who take advantage of it. So then legitimate claims by women that were flat out raped, you know, truly. And then there's other women that come in and say, this person did that. And it gets all lumped together because you don't, I, when people, I'm not a big deal on Twitter. I, I have a few followers on Twitter. It's been nice. I really <laughs> appreciate that. But when people come at me with trolls and even in my tiny, tiny world that I exist in, I never like go public with, I don't go toe to toe in public. If someone says something to me, I privately message them immediately and say, Hey, uh, I don't understand what you're saying here. Can we clarify this? But I know that's not the norm. That's not how it works. And that doesn't how it works well, on it, Facebook. Facebook built a whole fucking empire on not doing that. Don't I honestly don't give a shit about any yeah. celebrity. <laughs> I honestly, hey, say that again, please. I honestly do not give a shit about any celebrity. I don't care. I don't need to know what their lives are like. I don't need to know what they said online. I don't need to know what kind of clothes they buy or where they're flying to. Although I do think it's funny that that guy's still doing the Elon Musk tracker because it makes him so uncomfortable. See, that's the way you can harass billionaires. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that guy. Get that right guy's... at him. Yeah, he was on the Drew and Mike show a bunch. Uh, God, what's that guy's name? Yeah, and he started recording. He's following all kinds of people now, but Elon Musk shut him out. Of course, he owns Twitter now. So, Yeah, but uh, he's just branched out to other platforms. So you can find Elon Musk jet on, say, you know, probably there's an Elon Musk subreddit or like there's a... Uh, yep, that's a good point. Fucking... Yep. What's that anyone called? Mastodon or some shit? Oh, sounds correct. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, don't don't forget about the the institutional hypocrisy in general. People like fucking Alyssa Milano, who were you know really running with that fucking hashtag and like created the movement out of it. Uh, literally told everybody to get in line and vote for Joe Biden, who had a fucking uh, <laughs> totally fucking valid uh, sexual assault claim against him, uh, and they the Democratic Party has basically forced Tara Reid to like move to fucking Russia, and uh, now they're threatening her if she comes back, she will be arrested. Oh, I mean, Trump's got a whole fucking litany of cases against him, are just ignored. So. Well, there yep. you go, Mike. Yeah, yeah, Trump was worse. No, it's just the same. I'm not. I'm saying one was worse. It's just. Oh, Trump was definitely no, worse. Oh, oh uh, let's. Yeah. We're not. Oh, we're not going there. We get. We okay. Look, Eric, I got some doozies for you next week. I know he really wanted us to read the email in full, and I'll give you some more responses on that next week. But we read the emails from how we first got them. So we started from the oldest one, Eric. So if you want to get read first, you got to email real quick. Uh, this one's from the bottom now. Here, <laughs> that's right. Starting from the bottom. Uh, Dave Horning checking in. Dave Horning. Dave, you're going to oh, hate. Shit. No way Dave's listening to this right now because there's been too much political talk. He doesn't want to hear it right now. So <laughs> if, he's, if he somehow are still here, Dave, this is your email. Thank you, Dave. It's titled Blair, by the way. Had back to back Blair mentions in the previous two episodes before last. Then none after that. Here to remedy that. <laughs> Blair's basement. Discuss. <laughs> Steve, give us a, a non 
uh, quasi-alien scenario uh, event, maybe, that happened in Blair's basement? Give us something fun. Oh, probably a, uh, if any Sunday night during high school, I was there with, uh, like, uh, his then-girlfriend, Christy Hool, uh, probably Laura Gagaki, oh, maybe Laura uh, Emily Lutz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Emily and Derek uh, will be in town next week. I'll ask them about it. There, there was a guy uh, that Blair was in photography class with named Fabrizio. And uh, in Michigan, yeah, Fabrizio. Fabrizio, uh, is, he's he'd be our age. Yep, tell you, was that I play I softball with Thing a is, photographer named Fabrizio. Oh, you better ask him there. if uh, he knows Blair. And he's he's my age. Yeah, he's he's forty two. Yeah, what's my so age we're, again? We're talking walkout basement, like uh, wood paneling, and Blair took over the entire thing. There's like a fireplace down there, big ass TV for. Uh, x-files and simpsons watching spice girls posters there was like there was like a like a wet bar down there uh jillian anderson poster definitely the winona Ryder poster with the uh the overalls with like one of the overalls kind of yeah, yeah, going we, over you, his shoulder yeah, you yeah heard that before wet beef don't be bitter uh, boy. <laughs> uh drum drum kit bass oh. guitar whole setup what else is going on down there? Like so many couches. Was there uh, anything like Pee Wee's Playhouse there? Like you know, uh, cherry or? Uh... <laughs> no, but there was a there was a fridge full of vegetarian friendly snacks. <laughs> that would have sucked in the nineties. Fuck that. No, I loved it. Man. No, I, didn't. I would not. But I would eat it because I would eat anything. I don't know. I didn't have any food in my house. It was terrible. We yeah, had just a million cheese pizzas years. and a bunch of. Uh, uh, Fake chicken nuggets and shit. Fake chicken nuggets in the 90s. All right, head of the curve. Good job, Blair. Well done. That sounds nice. That's a, that was You really painted a picture there. I could almost feel... What was, was it hardwood floors, carpet? Uh, I believe it was carpeted. I can't remember. Ooh. Dave, what was the carpet? Let us know. Come on. Keep the Blair streak alive <laughs> next week. If you're still here, I don't believe you are, Dave. But maybe uh, someone will hip you to the fact that you're part of the end of the show, and you'll check it out. Fast forward to the end. All right, that's it. It's over. We did all the emails. That was awesome. Thank you. That was a killer round of emails. And some really thought-provoking stuff. I think you guys brought it up, but we didn't. So, Luke, you didn't bring up any of that stuff. They did. I know. That's crazy. It's crazy awesome. Um, <laughs> is it my turn? What happened last week? I don't even know where we are anymore. Well, it's it's your turn. turn. You picked last time. Oh. Did I? What happened last week? Where are we? Hector Savage from Detroit. From Detroit. Goes by the alias Joey Chicago. Joey Chicago. I love him. Oh, oh, shit. I should have mentioned this at the beginning of the show. Uh, for those of you that do use Spotify, um, you have to put the show in quotation marks to get it to show up in the search. So you put a quotation mark, then is it safe, which has a question mark in it. You do have to put that in there. And then it should show up, no problem. If you don't do that... And if you're new to this show and you listen all the way through to the end, which I should have said in the beginning, maybe I'll put a disclaimer at the beginning now because it's way too late, but that's how it works. Yeah, fucking stupid. It's really for new people. I know it's uh, stupid, but uh, you know, I tried. It's, we're up against a mammoth corporation, Luke. What do you expect? Against all odds. You know? JesusLovesMe.com. about 
But lucky Denver Mint. Little trouble there. Lucky Denver Mint. Okay, sure. Why not? Is that what lucky it's called? That's the name of that That's, song, right? That is correct. Yes. Shit. Never had a lucky Denver Mint. Pop. But... <laughs> Me neither. Fun song to play on the drums, though. Right, Steve? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Agreed. <laughs> oh, we should have probably just done we... like uh, all 18 no effects, minutes of probably. the decline. Yeah, oh, yeah, that would actually be. We should play the decline. Actually, uh, yeah, do I a could, whole other episode. Just release a bonus episode that's the decline. I'll play the decline. We should play the decline. You're right. That makes total sense. Actually, I'm gonna leave though, and you guys can leave. I will not be. I'm gonna let it play all the way through, and I'll just close it when it ends. In 20 yeah, minutes. play it. But, uh, Fuck yeah, yeah, play to the decline. I gotta go too, but that yeah, play it. I I can't wait to listen to it back. That's a good idea. Good call, Steven. See, that made sense from the beginning. All right, well, here it is. Insastepod.gmail.com. Any commentary, anything you heard this week? Steve, Luke, Mike, we're out of here. Peace.
Story book been read in every 
Yeah.
got his and I've got mine meet the decline Hey, Steve Gale here. I just made it to the end. Did you all make it to the end? You did better than us while we were at the show. I also wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Karina from the Dance Hall Crashers for doing an amazing Kim Shattuck for Lori Myers and also playing great keys the entire show. Thank you, Karina. Thank you, no effects. Still here, still going. I don't think the Rangers gonna like this, Yogi. But it was Stacy D from Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Hey D, who voiced Lori Myers and Karina merely harmonized. But they're both great. They were both awesome. My resignation letter is in the mail. This guy's more punk than me. <laughs> 